Lady, how do you get through the day in New York City without getting slapped upside the head acting like that? You are just like huffing and puffing around in your big puffy jacket and your big fur hat. You got look like you got a cat on the top of your head and you're marching in here asking why there's nail polishes on the cash register line at TJ Maxx. Miss, is it your first day? Are you brand new? There's nail polishes so we can look at them and test them out on our fingers while we wait to cash out. Like, that's why they're there, lady. Hey, everybody. It's Teresa. Welcome to Exaggerated. Let's get into it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Exaggerated. I am so glad that you're here. We're doing episode 38. This is the last episode of season one. I can't believe it. Um... I'm so excited to be with you guys today. We have a lot of fun stories. It's December in New York City, and right now there's like a light snowfall outside. It's like when the snow is like pretty and like flurries and small and it's not sticking and you just can look out your window and be like, ah, but then I have to go to work later, so. I'm not excited to go on that, but whatever. Um, I uh, I went Christmas <laughs> I went Christmas shopping yesterday in TJ Maxx, of course, and people are outrageous. Like. It's it just it it shocks me every year the way people act in public. Like there is this woman there. She had to have been in like her 50s or 60s. Big fur hat, giant like parka coat. I'm like it's not even that cold out, lady. Chill. And she's at the cash register. You know how like in, in TJ Maxx you go through the cash line and you can buy all that stuff on the way? Like it's like you're literally waiting in an aisle basically when you're waiting to check out. And I went at like, it was like four o'clock on a Sunday. So it was slam packed in there. Everybody's like getting gifts, getting things, whatever. And this lady is just, ah, ah, ah. why do they put all this stuff here? Why do they put all this stuff in the aisle? And I was like, oh my God, because it's not an aisle. It's the, just the cash wrap. Like just get, who cares? You, have you never been in a TJ Maxx before? So then of course, she's right in front of me. So she goes to one register. I happen to go to the register right next to her. She cashes out all her stuff. She got maybe... I don't know, five like small items. And so obviously we know the question that happened next. The lady was like, do you need a bag? And she went, did not miss a beat. The nice girl behind the cash wrap goes, do you need a bag today? And the woman goes, how am I supposed to get out of here without a bag? I was like, ma'am, you need to chill. She's obviously asking because they charge you for the bags. They even charge you like the five cents for the paper bag now. But this lady goes, how am I supposed to get out of here without a bag? Now, mind you, fair, fair play to her because, right, like she had over five items. Like you're probably not going to put them in your pockets. But clearly that question is implying, do you have a bag? Do you want to buy a bag? Do you want to buy one of the plasticky like ones that are $1 or do you want paper bags? But I was like, lady, how do you get through the day in New York City without getting slapped upside the head acting like that? You are just like huffing and puffing around in your big puffy jacket and your big fur hat. You got look like you got a cat on the top of your head and you're marching in here asking why there's nail polishes on the cash register line at TJ Maxx. Miss, is it your first day? Are you brand new? There's nail polishes so we can look at them and test them out on our fingers while we wait to cash out. There's there's earrings because you might want to grab a pair. You might think of a last minute gift and go, oh yeah, my child's teacher needs some Mickey Mouse earrings. I'm going to grab them for $5.99. Like that's why they're there, lady. It's also called business. That's why the candies are there and the waters like because you're standing there waiting and then they 
make your it's like when you work in a restaurant and you're like do you want anything else do you want dessert are you sure you don't want another cocktail you're building your dupe they're trying to build the bill lady get it together and then she's like how am i supposed to get out of here without a bag i don't know maybe you got one of those trench coats that you whip open and you can just line up a bunch of watches inside like get a grip the girl's just trying to do her job people are wild i feel like the holidays bring out like the craziness in people like it's like it's like and I, I I, will say I can be a little bit crazy sometimes. <laughs> oh, I can be a little bit crazy sometimes, I swear. <laughs> anyway, um, no, but like, like, you know when you go like Christmas tree hunting? Like when you were little, your parents used to like always get in a fight and like, you know, they're cutting it down and your mom's like, it's crooked, it's crooked, it's falling to the side, it's falling to the, like, it just brings out all this height and stuff. And it's so funny to me because it's supposed to be like fun and joyful and like <laughs> ooh, we're getting a christmas tree and then you're like wait why is dad kicking the back windshield of the car and why is mom in the front seat swearing like with doors locked do you know what i mean no just me but like it's supposed to be like this joyful time and i think for a lot of people especially nowadays like it's like life is hard right like the world is <laughs> it's hard so it's sometimes i think it just feels like extra stuff for people to do like a christmas tree 20 years ago used to be like wow this is kind of joyful and like we could just relax and head out and now like nobody has a day off to get the tree and we're all just like <laughs> supposed to just add it into our busy lives right but no i think um that's why it's so funny like around the holidays when you just see people like completely freaking out like or i like to think of like when you take like family we took like family christmas card photos now listen listen all right do i want these photos to be like perfect you know an ad for tommy hilfiger family no those aren't families in those ads when you see an ad for tommy hilfiger or or a, a ad for targets christmas ad they made that family they cast a perfect little boy and a perfect little girl and a perfect dad and a perfect mom and two twin golden retrievers. Those people don't live together. Those people are there at that photo shoot working. And they're quiet and they're well behaved and they're on time and they're photogenic because somebody's giving them a couple hundred bucks an hour to stand there and play with the fake snow and pet the target dog. Like... It's not, you know, so then our brains are so conditioned around, oh my God, these like beautiful family photos that we try to recreate that for our Christmas card, okay? And I say we, because I'm saying moms everywhere. We just want a nice family photo. That's all we're looking for. Now me, I'm a professional, okay? I'm just gonna get that out of the way now. I'm not saying it to brag, it's just the truth. I've been in front of a camera since I was eight years old, okay? I'm gonna look good in the photo. I know how to hold my head. I know how to look the right way. I know that if you're comfortable in a photo, it won't look good. You have to feel like you're completely <laughs> uh, contortionisted. A con you have to be a contortionist. Contortionisted. Are you kidding me? Contortionisted. Put that in the Timo dictionary. But you're like, you know, when you're taking a good photo as like a model or an actor, like there's a, an awareness about your body. There's a way to act on camera. I can't teach it to you right now in a 20 minute podcast episode, and you don't need to know it. And so that's going to be a key thing here. So I'm a professional. Fine. I can smile and figure it out and take the photo. My baby child's not. My husband is definitely not. And when I tell you my two dogs, no. My two dogs wouldn't even be able to do an ad for 
their own assholes, okay? Because they were all over the place. I wanted the dogs in the photo. Nightmare. Why? Why? Photoshop them in later. This is how you get a photo with your dog. You Photoshop them in later. Don't be stupid. So we're taking photos. Now, normally, I just have our babysitter or my sister, somebody with an iPhone, be super patient. We all cluster together and they take 600 snapshots, snap, 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 snap on an iPhone and I go back in and live and I try to get everybody's eyes open and I make a Christmas card out of it. Now, when I say I usually do that, I did that one time. My baby child will be one, is one this Christmas. Like, I've only done it one time and it worked fine. This year, I reached out to my friend and I was like, oh, like, he's a really great photographer. I was like, I'll just have him like do him professionally. It'll be way easier. It'll take some of the stress off of it, right? No, I was wrong. It wasn't stressful in the moment, but like, it's just so funny when I'm like showing up to this thing, like, oh, we could do this really quick. And then like my husband is like, eyes are closed in one photo. My baby's looking in the other direction. The dogs, there's a photo that in the foreground of the entire photo, it's us as a family, smiling, happy, no problem, haha, <laughs> laughing. And then the two dogs are literally in the foreground and my cavalier is has his nose six inches in my Pomeranian's ass. And that is at the foreground of the picture. And honestly, it's one of my favorite ones because it's hilarious. But I can't write Merry Christmas across a Pomeranian's booty hole that's being sniffed out by her her new brother. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, so we need to, and my husband, bless him. I learned, wait, this is going to be a whole tangent. Okay. Because I'm not sitting here like, my husband and my baby better look perfect in photos. I don't give a shit. I don't care what the photo looks like. It was so fun. My friend did such a good job. They obviously came out perfectly. Like, duh, we made it work. But it was just, it's just such a funny thing because for me, because I work in front of a camera, I just like take for granted the skills that I have. Reading a script, shooting an audition, shooting a movie, using a camera, editing, all that stuff. I'm not perfect at it, but I know how to do these things. And I don't know that prior to the pandemic and being locked down with my husband, I would have known that those are skills. Like, obviously, I know being a director is a skill, being an actor is a skill, being a model is a skill. Obviously, like, by definition, I understand that. But I don't think I really could conceptualize how much of a skill that is until I was in lockdown with my husband. And the beginning of lockdown, like, people were like, it's going to be two weeks. Just, like, keep auditioning. We'll just keep sending you auditions for shows. Nothing's going to stop. Oh, my God, it's going to be two weeks. Just get a microphone and you can do all these voiceovers. Oh, my God. Is your husband a photographer? Great. You could shoot all the ads in your house. It's only two weeks. Fast forward three years later, we're still auditioning at home. I have a lighting setup. I have a sound setup. I have, like, a whole studio at home. So the first few months of this, I would have like an audition or I think a lot of, I remember early on in the pandemic, a lot of casting offices and like people that cast movies, they did um, a bunch of what's called generals and they basically just sent out all these old, it'd be like old scripts for NCIS or, NCIS, um, or like, you know, um, comedy scripts from like king of queens like just old scripts and you would do them like an audition and you could send it in and they said hey there's not a lot of work going on we'll watch it it's like a general we'll keep your name in mind whatever whatever so doing those i was like great set it up i didn't even have a tripod at the time because i cannot stress to you enough how much 
you would never shoot any of this stuff at home. You would be out working all day. You'd go to a studio with your friends to like shoot something. You might do like something at home if you were like really good on a camera or whatever, but I didn't know how to do any of that stuff. So anyway, I was like, oh, I could just read with my husband. He'll just read it. You just need a reader. She needs somebody to read the lines. No, I never knew how skilled readers had to be. Like I kind of knew like if I was a reader for someone, I would give them a lot. I would make it like a scene. I would lean into the character. I would try to be, you know, the right volume, all that kind of stuff. When I tell you my husband, bless his heart, would look down at the script straight down, if you're watching on YouTube, straight down, and he would say, these are the words of the script. This is what I'm supposed to read. Then he'd look up and go, am I supposed to read the next line or is that you? Up, dip, 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 dip. I'd be like, we're recording. And you just in the middle of it. At, like, so funny. Then my husband's tall. He's 6'6". Six, six. I know. Yay. No, whatever. So <laughs> literally my eyeline. Like right now I'm looking just off camera to talk to you guys. So it's like, oh, looking right at the camera. Look at a little off camera. Whatever. There's different eye lines that you use. My head was craned. I just hit the mic. Sorry if that sounded annoying. Um, my head was craned straight upward. And the audition was just of my neck. And I had to reshoot it. And I was saying the lines like this. And I was way up in the air with my head straight back like I was talking to the ceiling. And I realized, wow, I'm shorter than I thought. Because I just wasn't thinking, like, in that moment, I hadn't really shot stuff with him. I hadn't really shot stuff um, at home at all. Like, I wasn't thinking, oh, let me have him sit down. Let me have him. Like, and yeah, in an audition, somebody's sitting. You're just not thinking of this stuff. So that's when I learned, like, wow, all this, like, stuff that I know how to do is, like, an actual skill that my husband doesn't have because he shouldn't have it. Now, I'm not sitting here. This is not me complaining about my husband. This is me using an example that, oh, yeah. This is somebody's job for a reason. This is somebody's like skill. We take classes. We have practice on set. Like my husband has never like he had to do this um, this thing in business school in the pandemic as well because typically it would be this like presentation up in front of the class and he had to video it instead. And he was like sweating bullets. I had like lights on him. I had the camera up. He like didn't know where to look. He didn't know because he's not used to being on a camera. He shouldn't know how to do that. And so it is a really interesting thing that so like all these families trying to take if you get a card on Christmas and it's a beautiful family photo, you should call the mother of the family and you should say, hey, hey, I'd like to Venmo you five dollars for that card because thank you. You should be paid for your time. I did hair. I did makeup. I styled outfits. I got everything ready all for my husband. My we Wait, this is so funny. I got a rag on him a little bit because I love him so much, but so pure right because he doesn't know like how to do this stuff so I wanted to take the pictures on the bed we're moving this is the last our bedroom is currently like hunter green and and baby pink and there's some like touches of leopard it's like a really cool maximalist kind of decor we're not gonna have that type of bedroom decor in the new place we're changing it a little bit you're like, wow, riveting. More on that in 2024. No. So anyway, I was like, let's take, I have this big picture wall of all our family pictures behind the bed. I was like, let's take our photos on the bed. Like, that'd be so fun. Like, it's kind of like, you know, this is like the home we brought our baby back to. This is the apartment that, you know, so much has happened here. Let's like kind of have that as the background this year. Last year, we did this thing in the kitchen, whatever. So 
doesn't this man who I love with my whole heart just hop on the bed just just hop on the bed like a man and he just got comfortable and he just kind of scooched into the pillows I had all these like Christmas pillows set up little boxes. he just gets on he's like um, ah, comfy all right so my friend takes a test shot my husband looks like he's half in a hospital bed laying down he goes oh I don't like the way the angle of that is I don't like the way my chin is I don't like the way my shoulder I go no kidding I didn't say lay down in bed and take a nap and Drew will take a picture of you. Sit up. You have to like, and it's just so funny because like he wouldn't know that. Like I've done ads for pajamas or for bedding or for like where you're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. you sit there with your little coffee in the bed and you're like, we're going to sell you these 100% Pima cotton sheets. Like I know how to do that sort of like fake like ad, you know, kind of shit and like make it look natural. Also still look relaxed. Like he doesn't know how to do that. He just hopped on the bed. He's like, oh, we're taking them. We're taking photos on the bed. Guess we want to get footage of what it looks like when we sleep. I don't know. Bless him. Bless him. But the picture came out fine. Some of you listening to this um, will get the picture in the mail and you'll be like, oh, my God. Wow, this is great. And I'll tell you right now, I had to fix a lot of it. We had to Photoshop different people onto our faces. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but so I just think it's so funny. So when you see a family photo, I mean, I see why people now just like, take a photo from the year that happened to be good at like their child's communion and they're like everybody's eyes are open put it on the Christmas card and you're like wow I didn't even know Betty and Dave were that religious they're in a church this photo is really intense there's the Jesus's hands are bleeding behind the altar and it's like no 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 that was just little Betsy's communion and that was the only photo where the 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 husband's eyes were open so they just figured you know what whatever lean into the lean into the religion <laughs> just anyway um we are uh uh we're closing on our house on our house really soon um so that's exciting um i'm excited to be wrapping up the podcast i'm sad to see season one go because this this podcast was like a little baby of mine and it it grew and i love it so much and we have um so so many incredible things coming up for season two and I know you will love it and be so excited so um season one ends now season two will launch probably uh February and I'm so excited for 2024 you guys are gonna really so so stay tuned in get all caught up on the episodes share this podcast with friends um because yeah there's a lot of exciting things coming but um I uh um this week it's so funny because we're clo so we're closing on our house literally this will come out we'll already be closed when you guys um listen to this but we're closing tomorrow and i'm so excited i'm gonna wear a suit i'm gonna like go in like a lawyer they're gonna be like hi are you the lawyer and i'm gonna be like no i'm i'm just getting the house and they're gonna be like you could have worn jeans and uggs and i'll be like actually i'm in a suit because i'm so proud of us um we've worked so hard my husband and i um to make this this home a reality and i I can't believe I'm gonna own an apartment in New York City. Like I just, I don't know, I'm so excited. I've worked really, really hard for a really long time. And I think sometimes it's hard to say that. I think sometimes we don't look back on the amount of work we've done. We just think, oh, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Um, especially when you're in a career like mine and you're always kind of waiting for the next audition, waiting for the next job, waiting for the next show. Um, so I'm I'm really excited. I wor I've worked really, really hard um, my entire life, really. I've started working when I was 16 and most of my 20s I spent 
you know, acting and bartending on the weekends and working at a store and we're and you know, always kind of hustling to figure it out, figure it out, figure it out. And I'm just really proud of my husband and I. Um, so we're closing tomorrow. And uh, it's so funny because <laughs> we were talking about like what it's like, like weekends before kids and after kids, like before we had kids the weekend was like oh hey it's friday night what time do you get out of work i want to go get my hair blown out because we're going out to dinner with a couple friends tonight but then before we go out to that dinner we're meeting your other friend for drinks because he's in town so we're gonna pop up town for that oh and then on saturday morning i want to just head out and go shopping really quick while you watch the game and then we'll come back and we could take a nap and then we'll get ready because we have so-and-so's christmas party tonight and then we'll probably be out late so then sunday morning like that's what it's like before kids, especially like young single or like newly married in New York City or engaged. When we were engaged, we just like hit the town. I feel like everybody was like, oh, engagement drinks, engagement dinner, engagement. So you're always out. You're always doing something. And now after kids, I swear to God, I said to my husband the other day, I said, hey, on Sunday, um, I'll put the baby to sleep if you wash the dinner dishes and uh, then we might be able to sit with a glass of wine and watch an entire episode of Love Island before 9.45 when we like to come into bed to read and scroll on our phones. So I don't know, hey, hey, I'm not trying to bait you with anything, but make sure you got all your affairs tied up, all the loose ends tied up of the weekend, because by Sunday, we might be able to watch one hour of trash TV together, sitting next to each other. I don't know, tempting tempting that's kind of how it is because we're always just like there's always something to do with kids especially during the holidays you're always like that's why I don't know how you guys feel about elf on the shelf what's the story with this elf on the shelf thing I feel like half my friends do it and half my friends don't and people act like oh my god your kids will want this your kids are definitely gonna want this um I don't think I'm ever gonna do it you guys are gonna be able to come back and reference this episode when I'm crying like five seasons from now because like my elf on the shelf I forgot to move it or something because if my daughter wants it like cool I'll do it but I guess it's like a surveillance thing they say you're supposed to be like the kids like behave for Santa or whatever I don't know my baby child is too young for this shit yet but it looks like a nightmare like people post it online and they're like oh I had to put it in the bath and then I had to put it in these marshmallows and then it like makes a mess and does mischief but if it's supposed to watch your kids for being good why does the thing do mischief I think some people do it like wrong because they make it be mischievy like it's supposed to be teaching your kids how to be good right I don't know I don't really like it it's a little Catholic churchy for me it's a little like the priest is gonna find out uh that you didn't say your prayers and you're not gonna go to heaven which is like not really my vibe so I don't know I think Santa is enough to be like hey be a good person because Santa will come and give you nice gifts but also don't you want your kid to be a good person just because they're a good person not because the elves are going to tattle on them and they won't get their Xbox. I don't know. I'm a little confused. I guess it's a cute thing because it's a way to be creative. I um, I have some friends that do it that are like really creative with it. And they like put little um, like puzzles with it or like things for the kids to do. And like that's kind of fun because I think with kids you need a lot of activities. Maybe that's what it is. It's like these kids need so many activities. So you just need another thing that's like, all right, 30 days of this elf. Like cool. And then some people have it come at different times. I think I think these kids are going to start getting a little wise to it. They're going to be like, when does the elf come? I don't know. Um, and then some people do it, the leprechaun now. There's like a leprechaun near St. Patrick's Day, and it's like a, a, the green version of the elf. Stop it. What are you guys doing? Read a book, right? Go for a jog. Take up a calligraphy class. What do you dye in the toilet green for and having a little leprechaun come in? That, stop it. 
Just, we don't need it. No one needs it. Make soda bread. Drink a Guinness. We don't need you to jump into a green toilet. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about right now. Um, I uh, What else did I want to talk about? Oh, guys, I have a, a show. We'll do the Egg and the Love soon, but I have a show coming up. Um, Funny Bone Syracuse, if you're in upstate New York, December 23rd. Funny Bone Syracuse, Saturday, December 23rd. Um, it's like a 6 or 6.30 show, and I'm on that show with my friends because I'll be upstate, and it's going to be really fun. So you should come. Stand-up comedy at Funny Bone Syracuse on December 23rd. Um, oh, so let's do the Ick and the Love. So my Ick is when you get a coupon from a store, like a email, and they're like 40% off almost everything. And you're like, why does it say almost? And then you go to buy something that you wanted and it says that's excluded from the promotion. Why? Why, old Davy? Why, J. Crew? Why does the one dress that I want have to be excluded from promotion like how stupid the one toy I was going to buy my child oh excluded from promotion because it's a popular toy so the only thing that's 40% off is like your summer leftover crap that you're trying to liquidate don't play me so I hate that I hate excluded from promotion if there's a 40% off sale just make it for one day instead of 10 days and make everything 40% off people will buy so much more stuff and they'll probably even buy the crappy summer stuff you're trying to pawn off on us um, and then what I love, guys, I went to this really cool restaurant in uh, Greenpoint, I think I was in. Yeah, I was in Greenpoint um, called Mala. And it's a, a Chinese restaurant that uses Mala spice. And I learned in this moment, I went, my friend was here from L.A. And um, we went to see Ginger Root, which check them out. It was a really, really cool um, Japanese like pop band, uh, very like 80s style, really, really, really cool called Ginger Root. Check them out. But we went to this um, restaurant and she was like, oh, you know about Mala Spice, right? Like everybody's in L.A. is doing this like Mala Spice thing. It's kind of trendy, whatever. And I was like, no, I don't even know what that is. So apparently Mala Spice is a numbing spice and it's made from like Szechuan peppers. And it's so spicy that it numbs your mouth. So that's why they call it like a numbing spice. Guys, it's so good. So Mala is usually made into like a sauce. And then it's like you get like a hot pot and you could put vegetables, you could put meat, you could put noodles. We did like noodles, lamb, which my friend suggested lamb and it was so bomb. I'm not usually like a lamb person, um, but noodles, lamb, we did, I think we did like broccoli, bok choy and like mushrooms or something. And it was in and it goes into the sauce. So you could do like just chicken if you want or just noodles or just mushrooms if you're a weird kind of person I don't know but like so basically it's this so it's so spicy and I never really liked spicy food and now I'm super into it um after I started to crave spicy when I was pregnant and then it just never went away now I'm like the spicier the better it's so crazy how that can change um but it was so good and we had like uh all the all the food gets kind of tossed in the spice and literally your mouth is on fire they had to give us a children's milk they were like we have these for like babies and we were like thanks we would we would like to have one and we cracked open the children's milk and it was like a sweet milk oh my god it was so good but guys mala spice i think you can get it a bunch of different places the place we went to definitely has more than one location so it's like a pretty popular thing now um so yeah check that out uh thank you so much for listening uh that's a wrap on season one it's all a little bit exaggerated thanks so much for listening guys and i'll see you in 2024 this has been exaggerated thanks for sticking around till the end follow me on social media at timo lynn that's t-m-o-l-y-n-n and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and join the conversation by emailing me at exaggeratedpod at gmail.com. Until next time, don't forget, it's all a bit exaggerated.